0: Hey, Ravings and Cravings here, otherwise known as Ruth Hartunian allenbaugh bringing you yet another awesome show sponsored by the Wyndham Economic and Community Development folks, WILI and foodie people and businesses from all over our listening area and beyond. Today, I'm here with Debbie Tanner, who with her husband, Austin, are owners of Creamery Brook Bison in Brooklyn, Connecticut. Could I say that five times fast?
1: Probably not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So welcome today, Debbie. We have so much to talk about. Main thing being this upcoming. Actually, let's do the event first, and then we'll do the address and all that stuff. Is that okay? I hope that's okay with the listeners. So tell people about the event that's coming up. Well,
1: thank you for having me, Ruth. Mm -hmm. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Oh, this is our fourth year of doing a festival at the farm. We have food vendors. We have lots and lots of craft vendors. Mm -hmm. We have donkey rides. We have balloon tying from Bella the Clown. (laughs) And we have wagon rides going all day out to the field to see the bison. And this year we have five calves so far that are out there bouncing around with their babies. Aww. The festival goes from 12 until 4.30 on June 10th. It's a rain or shine event. Good. So far, we have 35 vendors. Wow. We have quite a variety. We have somebody selling American Girl doll clothes. We have one woman doing crochet with incredible enthusiasm. Different things, not just blankets. Mm. We have a man from Tree of Hope, and he carves little figures for charity. Oh. We have charcoal drawings. We have wreaths, wooden flowers, um, sock gnomes. What? That's interesting. Where do you find all these people? Well, they've uh, they have uh, um, contacted me. Ah. I've been to a lot of craft shows, and I. Take my card and say, Give me your card. I want you to come visit mm-hmm, our farm. Mm-hmm. We have a wood turner and two wood workers. Mm-hmm. We have a spice lady. We have a coaster company. Mm-hmm. We have a crafty kids. It's a 4 H club and they're doing a little bake sale.
0: Oh, that's neat.
1: We have buzzed up birds that's a brand new one. What is what This is lady takes wine bottles and she turns them into bird feeders.
0: Oh. There's a lot of
1: glass cutting involved,
0: Interesting. but they are incredible. Oh, you know what? You have a huge list and I see that, but I want to interrupt. Oh, I'm second. not, inter- I've, that's just scratching the surface. Okay. All right. So that's just giving people a little right. taste, but is there admission charge for this? There is. It's $5 a person. That's, oh my gosh, are you kidding? That's cheap. Yes. So is there like a family rate, too, or is it just across the $5 board? Five dollars a person. Okay, so... But
1: if you have somebody under
0: two, mm-hmm. we're not going to charge for them. We just want to gaze at them. Awesome. And then how about, is it, is this event accessible, like if I'm in a wheelchair, if I have some walking issues, like how's the ground? If anybody? you have
1: walking issues, it's accessible, but it's not paved. Okay. It's all on grass. Alright,
0: so we our, need to Our consider. store
1: is accessible. Um, and we will have porta potties there. One mm-hmm. is a normal, everyday, boring porta
0: potty. The other one is handicapped accessible. All right. So I got a little excited about the June 10th event. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to back up and we're going to get the name of your business, the address, because people are going to need that to get to where you are. And then your phone number and your social media presence, like where people can find the up to minute, the up to the minute, up to the minute info. Okay. Yeah. We are Creamery, Brook Bison, mm-hmm.
1: and we are on 19 Purvis Road. Purvis Road is a really short road. It has two houses on it. Oh, okay. So when GPS tells you, you have arrived, <laughs> and you are at a blue house, uh-huh. GPS just lied to you. Ooh. You are not at the right spot. Okay. Just look up and drive to the next place. <laughs> okay. It's not very hard. We're next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. But nobody will be at the Blue House to give you answers because that's my daughter and she'll be working at the, at the
0: festival. Oh, she's the one whose lawn I wrecked, right?
1: She's the lawn, but not the whole lawn, okay, Just a yeah, little part. Just a little. That's another story. Goes. Just one time. Let's focus on this. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> Our telephone number is eight six zero seven seven nine zero eight three seven. We have two Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. One under Deb Tanner. The other under Creamery Brook Bison. The information that we're posting about vendors and Updates on how many new calves we have Mm -hmm. is the same on both sites. Both. Okay. Good. We have um, an Instagram page that I don't really know a lot about because I have a lot of spectacular granddaughters (laughs) and one of them manages Instagram. Awesome. And that is uh, Creamery
0: Brook Bison (laughs) underscore CT. Alright. So there's lots of places to find you. And let's talk a little bit about your product. So I was, I, I, many years ago, came to visit the farm, probably at least, was it 20? Do you think you did a Walktober thing then? We've been doing it for a very long time, so it could easily have been 20 years. Because Walktober, Last Green Valley, was sponsoring these walks all over our area, which I love dearly. And that one... I always like to go where there's a taste of something, and I think you had bison chili. Either that or soup. Or soup. One of the two. Brought my little kids and saw this big herd that was just a few feet away from us, separated by very thin, you said what, five thin wires? Five strands of
1: wires. Yes.
0: And uh, it was fascinating and it was amazing. So tell us about the product that you have to sell.
1: Well, first of all, Mm -hmm. I should tell you that a lot of the fences have been changed. and they're box
0: wire now
1: oh what is that Uh, that means it's squares of wire Mm -hmm. and it's five feet high i believe um so it it's less intimidating but i think where we walk it's Mm -hmm. still the high tensile electric wire Mm -hmm. and that means it's really hard to break Mm -hmm. and it has electricity going through not all of the wires, but quite a few of them. Ooh. So if you touch them, as one of my children did, you can get a little scar on on your hand or your oh, yeah. arm because it's pretty
0: high, mm-hmm. high power. So we encourage you not to touch it. To do that. Yes. So, Deb, how did you and your husband, Austin, land at a bison farm in Brooklyn, Connecticut? What happened to get you there?
1: Well, we were a dairy farm. We both huh. grew up on, on dairy farms. Um... I was, my dad was part of Mountain Dairy here in uh, Mansfield, and um, he left there and bought a dairy farm in Scotland, Mm -hmm. and then I met this dairy farmer on a trip to London for 4-H, and he had a dairy farm too, so we both grew up on dairy farms, and he decided one day that he was going to get a dairy farm of his own so he could make his own mistakes. Oh. And he's very good at that. <laughs> and my main job is to just kind of follow him around every so often and tell him what he's doing wrong. And I'm very good at that.
0: Well, you found your place in the I world. I did, yes. After, oh, after yes. how many years? Right. right.
1: <laughs> and since he was a child, he had talked about having a bison for a pet. Wow. One year, there were actually decent milk prices. So I decided that I would be the good wife and get him a bison calf. You bought I bought, a I was, oh no, no. No. Um, I decided I would do this. Well, I started looking into it, uh-huh. and it was gonna cost me $600 to buy one calf. And they're very social animals, so I was going to have to buy two. Oh. Now, at the time, we were selling dairy calves for 80 to to $100. Oh, so, $1,200 for two calves seemed a little steep. Hmm. And I came across a magazine from the National Bison Association. Oh my goodness. And it has pictures of bison, it has articles about bison. It's like the Bison Farmer's Playboy book. You can look at everything. Oh. So, I bought a membership. Mm -hmm. The very first magazine that came, the front cover, told all about the first National Bison Association meeting that was going to be held over the summer in Missouri. Mm -hmm. The only other thing that I really had in mind about Missouri was the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum, oh,
0: yeah,
1: and we had told our daughters we would go to Missouri hmm. to see that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Austin was all in now; mm-hmm. he could go to the bison <laughs> meeting. <laughs> Woo-hoo.
0: Woo-hoo. What year so, was? Wait, do you remember what year around uh, when that uh, was? Probably
1: 1988. Okay, uh huh. So we went, mm-hmm. and I was convinced that there were enough smart people out there that would tell him you can't raise bison on the East Coast. Wow. They did not tell him that. (laughs) They even told him that they feed the same forage, the same grasses to bison that they do to dairy cows. So that meant he could feed hay and corn silage. Mm -hmm. He was in. Wow. So we spent the next year and a half going up and down the East Coast to different bison meetings and visiting different bison farms. Mm -hmm. In the fall of 1990, Mm -hmm. He went out to northwestern Pennsylvania to an auction, Mm -hmm. and he took my father with him. Mm -hmm. My father was a brilliant man, Mm -hmm. and I thought, he's got a brilliant man, and he is a tightwad, my my husband. Mm -hmm. So they'll come home with a check in the pocket, they'll have had an adventure, and this will be over. (laughs) He came home on a Saturday night with no check, and he said, I guess we should get ready. We have five bison coming here tomorrow. Five. Five. Oh, They need fancy fences. They need Uh-oh. a place to stay and need a place to handle them. We're not going to get that done by tomorrow morning on uh-huh. a Sunday. So he had some big, big calf hutches, and he put them in two of them and gave them a fenced area where they could move a little bit and spent from November to the next spring getting a... Place ready for them, mm-hmm. and keep in mind he went to Yukon mm-hmm. He had a bachelor's and an associate's degree. He studied animal husbandry. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Austin did. Yes, he did. Wow. And it occurred to him after he bought all five of these animals, mm-hmm. who were all females, that maybe he should get a bull. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Mm. So. He went to Pennsylvania again, (laughs) and he bought four more cows and one breeding bull. We didn't really need all those extra cows, No, but they charge by the loaded mile. Oh, really? That means no matter how much you have on there... It's going to be, back then, it was a dollar a mile. Wow. He didn't want to waste that money. Of course not. No. Because he's watering.
0: Right. Right.
1: So he bought (laughs) four more cows to make sure he was getting his money's worth out of that loaded mile. So now we had nine cows Mm -hmm. and one bull. Bull. now what? Well, people saw the bison. They started knocking on our door and saying, do you have meat? Mm -hmm. We did not have meat. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we bought some from um, a big purveyor out in Colorado, mm-hmm. and we put a refrigerator in what used to be the bay for my garage, my car, in the garage, <laughs> and um, started selling meat. Mm-hmm. And now we have walk-in freezer, a bunch of display freezers, mm-hmm. and um, we're on a, a selling site called Barn to Door. Oh and we sell out of the store okay. and before we knew it we were selling burgers at the Brooklyn Fair mm. and now we have a concession trailer and it goes all summer we start in March it's really heavy in the summer and then we end up turning everything off in
0: November. Well, so do you take the trailer with you like at different, to different places? We go to different
1: stuff? fairs um, the, it will be open and selling burgers at our festival Mm -hmm. and um, this weekend we'll be down at um, KHS Equipment in Plainfield. Mm -hmm. Um, Next week we'll be at
0: um, a plow festival in uh, Thompson, Fort Hill Farms. Okay. And all that will be on your website or somewhere or the Mm -hmm. Facebook so right. people can follow. You can follow do the, the bison trailer. trail. Yes. <laughs> so um, what? So currently, let's fast forward to present day. How many? How many do you have in your herd right now? We have sixty. Sixty. Ad-
1: adult or almost adult animals, and we've had six calves born. Um, one of them did not survive, mm. he was a preemie. Mm-hmm. He spent two days in my office, being my office buddy, and mm-hmm. snuggling up against my feet. Aww. And Austin and two of our grandchildren spent a great deal of time yeah. in mm-hmm. the office feeding it every few hours, mm-hmm. but he was just too little
0: to survive. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I like a good bison burger. Yes. I'm a fan. What are some of the other things that people can purchase in the store? If, if you can get it in beef, you can get it
1: in bison. Oh, that's a good rule. All the same kind. That's easy. Um, we also have beef and pork, and we um, mm-hmm. normally have chickens. We ran out. We're raising some more. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a restaurant in East Greenwich, Rhode Island, or as some of the people in that town say East Greenwich, Rhode Greenwich, Island, Greenwich, Greenwich um, that has just opened a restaurant called Downtown Tilly's mm-hmm. and they're serving some of our
0: meat. Ooh, nice, nice. Well, let's for people who've joined us later, let's get the the name of the business, the address, phone number, where you are on social media and then do another plug for your June 10th event. Okay. okay?
1: Creamery Brook Bison. Mm-hmm. It's
0: 19 Purvis Road. Mhm.
1: Don't listen to GPS. Go to the <laughs> second house, not the blue house. <laughs> we are on Facebook at Deb Tanner and Creamery Brook Bison. We're also on Instagram, Creamery Brook Bison underscore CT. And we do have a website, Creamery dot net. It needs to be updated quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, our telephone number is 860 779 0837
0: great and then june 10th talk oh, about yes. that
1: your big event june 10th will be our fourth farm festival we'll have live music music uh, yes. yes live music Ooh. we have a storyteller carolyn Stearns from uh mansfield yeah. mm-hmm. and um she will be selling books there and telling stories We have donkey rides. We have Hmm. um, balloon tying. We have thirty-five vendors with an incredible variety of crafts. That's awesome. Um, We have. We'll have four food trucks. We'll have um, Woodfellas, uh, wood-fired pizza, Ra Ra's
0: ice cream. Oh my goodness! Maybe it's Mm 3 And us. Well. It sounds like a, a festival. It sounds like an awesome event. And you said it's your fourth one. Yes. So when did the other three happen? Um, we missed one during the
1: pandemic. Yeah, yep. So I'd have to figure that yeah. out. No, they were okay. all in a row. So uh-huh.
0: do your math. They were four years. Okay. And do you, do, do you make any kind of, like, I think one of my people that I. Interviewed a long time ago. Her name is Cynthia Hebert Adams. She told me about buffalo cheese, buffalo milk and that, cheese. That is buffalo cheese.
1: Buffalo like cheese, yeah.
0: water buffalo. Yes. Oh, what that's a different... What we
1: raise is oh. bison. There are three kinds of bison. Oh, here we go. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. There's. They all started from the same group of animals in the northeast mm-hmm. part of Russia. Russia. And some of them migrated south and west into Europe, and they're they're mm-hmm. called a Weissant. They're the smallest of the three, mm-hmm. and they're quite a few in Germany. Mm-hmm. Then the others came across when the Bering Straits was a landmass. Oh my goodness! And some of them stayed in Canada. Uh-huh. They're the woods bison. The rest migrated south mm-hmm. into the United States. There have been bison all over the United States. Uh-huh. And there's still bison in just about every state, but they're not roaming freely. There mm-hmm. are two places in the United States where they're free to roam. There's a spot in Alaska, and mm-hmm. then there's Yellowstone. Of course, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yellowstone doesn't treat them for any diseases. They're, they, don't, they feed some of the herd mm-hmm. because there are... People on both sides of the issue. So Mm. there are some people who think these animals should be fed Mm -hmm. and and cared for. Mm -hmm. There are others that think they should be left to do everything the way they did
0: hundreds Mm -hmm. of years Mm -hmm. ago. That makes sense. And so
1: they try to keep both sides happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There used to be hundreds of millions roaming the United States. Mm -hmm. The trains went through. And that was the politically correct reason for putting people on trains and just shooting the animals and leaving the carcasses. From the train? From a train. They just take a train ride and go see how many they could shoot in a day and just leave them there. Wow. What that actually did was take care of those pesky Indians. (laughs) It starved them. It deprived them of clothing. Mm. It took away their their shelter, mm-hmm. it took away their ceremonial mm-hmm. um, instruments and... Because yeah, they used every. They used every part mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. animal. Mm-hmm. And it said that when the Indians were finished, the only thing that was left from a bison mm-hmm. was its grunt.
0: <laughs>
1: because they grunt like a pig. They don't move. Mm-hmm. They, they sound more like a pig. And um, so the, the herd got... the national herd got down to estimates range from anywhere from 200 to a thousand animals That's all. left from hundreds of millions wow. Wow. and if you if you search you can see l- literal mountains of just skulls mm-hmm. and, and with a man standing in front of it mm. and it's just he's just minuscule in comparison to this mountain of mm-hmm. skulls mm-hmm. and They would go back after nature had had its way with these carcasses, Mm -hmm. and they'd just pick up the bones. But they never, sometimes they would skin them for these fancy buffalo robes that they they wore to Mm -hmm. outings and for lap covers in there. Uh. But the the main purpose and the politically correct Mm -hmm. uh, response to all of it was that it was to let the railroad go through. I guarantee you that if the buffalo bison saw a train coming at mm-hmm. them, they would get out of the way. Mm-hmm. They might hit the. They might come after it, mm-hmm. but you're not going to hurt the bison, and the bison mm-hmm. are just going to. All that wasted burger meat. All that wasted everything, everything that people wasted.
0: depended on. Yeah,
1: and they just they they just
0: wasted it. Well, um, you know, here we are in Willimantic. Yes, you're a what a 20-minute ride from here. Mm-hmm. It's so close. And if, if people, you know, I homeschooled my kids, and I love coming to your farm just for them to see yes. everything. And tell us the hours of things, because uh, I forgot to do that all along all here. Right. So let's get that in there. Well, we, we
1: took on a little charge when she was two and a half years old. Mm-hmm. And I got kind of used to not having regular hours. So we're working on starting up regular hours Okay, again. all
0: right. It'll be on your social media, right? Right. Okay.
1: Um, but if you're looking for a wagon ride, mm-hmm. come to the festival. Yep. The wagon rides go all day, and there's no extra fee for it. Mm-hmm. You, it's $5 to be mm-hmm. at the festival all day, and there's no fee, extra fee for the wagon rides. Mm-hmm. And we, if you'll, we'll post it closer to October. What We do what, um, pumpkin tours in October. Oh, okay. And that involves a ride to see the bison, mm-hmm. a chance to stop at our pumpkin patch and choose your own pumpkin. Nice. And then take it back to the store and decorate it. And by decorate, we mean no knives, no carving. Mm-hmm. It's water-based glue, oh, paint- water-based painting. paint, stickers, buttons. Do you can
0: make some pumpkin bison chili?
1: I've never thought of that,
0: no. I've, I've had something like really? that. Really? That could be awesome. That sounds awesome. We'll talk yes. later. Yeah, Because we're almost out of time, sadly. <laughs> Deb, I could sit here and listen to you for hours. I just feel like I could listen to all kinds of stories here. You guys have been on the farm there for how many years? Since 1981. 81. And so we're going to make this a wrap here. I'm here with Deb Tanner. She and her husband, Austin are the owners of Creamery Brook Bison in Brooklyn, Connecticut, talking about their farm, but also the big event on June 10th, the 4th annual, what do you call it? Festival at the Farm. Festival at the Farm. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Deb, and good luck on June 10th. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome.